I don't have a specific life purpose. I mean, the, my life purpose that I have, my personal one, was meet cool people, do cool shit, which is... You are listening to The Fluorescence Podcast. This podcast is here to challenge you to think differently about how you currently live your life. And I hope some of these conversations encourage and inspire you to step into your true aligned purpose. We'll chat about all things business, lifestyle, and a bit of sustainability. We are so excited to have you along for the ride. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Fluorescence Podcast. Today I have with us Taylor Christensen. Taylor is a girl who has a very strong why. She is the founder of the Piggyback Club, whose mission is to help cool people do cool shit. Can it get any more straightforward than that? Piggyback is here to make self-development more appealing for young people so that they can go on to design their lives however they want. Taylor also hosts her own potty, Tea Time with Tay, where she brings epic and important conversations into the ears of her listeners. Welcome, Taylor. What's up? Thanks for having me. Of course. How's it going? Great. Thank you. I'm excited. That's so awesome. Great to hear. Okay, so first question, it's what I ask everyone of my guests, and it's just a way that we celebrate you. And I'd like to know what is one win for you in the past week? It can be anything, like the first thing that comes to mind. Big win. Upgraded my living situation from a small <laughs> pod to a big pod. And that's pretty big. I just moved to Queenstown, so I was in a hostel and um, living with my friend. We were sharing a bed and now we're sharing a room instead of just a bed. So that's my big win this week. Love it. That is definitely awesome. And I feel like people need to go and check out your Instagram so they can see what you're talking about. You were literally living in like a little box thing and now you're in a bigger box and to me that sounds like a pretty epic (laughs) upgrade so that's definitely a win yeah so what's it like down in I guess we'll start what's it uh, like down in Queenstown and why are you there Queenstown I actually kind of decided to move here like real last minute as in like during a day when I was here um I came down with my old flatmate he was on a work trip here and I was working remotely at the time I mean I still am now but with a different job and uh he was just gonna travel around in a caravan so I was like I work remotely I'm just gonna go with you so I just came with him and did this like big road trip around the South Island which was sick and we were in Queenstown and I was just like I just love it here I love traveling and unfortunately because of COVID was brought back to New Zealand um and so this kind of felt like I was traveling even though I was still in New Zealand because there's everyone here is international like I'm living with all British people like you go out to bars or like everyone that serves you is international so I just really like the vibe here everyone's really nice and it's just I mean it's Queenstown it's beautiful Mm. Um, I was like you know what I'm just gonna move Um, and I just told my flat I was moving out and then literally went home for two weeks and then just moved down here so I absolutely love it I've never felt more at home which is nice that is so cool and I just like kind of jealous that you can just go out on a whim I feel like moving (laughs) to Queenstown so I'm gonna do that I think that is definitely like the life that a lot of young people go after so I'd like you to tell us a little bit about you and like what you're up to at the moment and I guess how you've got to this point where you are now doing what you are in New Zealand I'm guessing COVID and travel restrictions has played a big part in that and why you are here Um, but it would be good just to get a little bit of background on who Taylor is. 
Yeah. So, um, okay. So I'm born and raised in Hamilton, which is a incredible city. I highly recommend. Nah, uh, Hamilton's great. It was great being raised there, but definitely was never my vibe and always wanted to leave. I spent a lot of time in Auckland because I was playing football up there um, and then basically moved there after school to make the New Zealand team. And then after that, have just spent the last four years in America in a university in Texas playing football and studying on like an athletic scholarship, basically. Um, and then, yeah, I was, well, I'm currently getting my master's, but I'm still supposed to be over there. But because of COVID, they canceled sports. So I basically flew back home, like really last minute, didn't even really get to pack anything and was thinking I'd still be able to go back over. But obviously it kind of just was a shit show. So it didn't. Mm. So I ended up back in New Zealand, um, was just went straight back to Hamilton, which I honestly hated. I was just working part-time at a gym as a receptionist I like the job but I just I don't like Hamilton I, it's too small for me and I like being in nature I like being around new people so I actually decided to this was not when I had a remote job I was like you know what I'm just gonna move to Auckland so I just quit my job and then found a flat moved up I was literally only up there for like a couple of months until this all happened and I was just down here and it just kind of felt right and I was like I need to be here I'm just gonna be way happier and just decided to make the move and that time I also got made redundant like during the week I was about to be moving so I had to kind of figure out a new job situation and I'm still doing my master's now which will be done in a month so not playing football anymore which is kind of wild I spent my played football my whole life and then now I'm just mm. retired basically at 23 which is a bit weird um and yeah I don't know but I obviously have commitment issues and like to move around <laughs> No, it sounds like you've had like a lot of like massive changes for for you recently. And like what I'm picking up is that if you're not like vibing somewhere or you're just like, "Eh, I want to do the next thing and then you figure out what you want to do and go with it. And I don't think a lot of people have that kind of boldness to just go, I feel like moving to Auckland or Queenstown. So I'm going to do that. And I think that is so cool. And I'd like to ask, have you always been like that? Or is that something that you've just kind of learned over time to just take brave and courageous leaps? Cause like just switching and moving towns, like that's kind of a big deal for a lot of people. So for you to be able to just be like, I want to do this, I'm going to do it. And then you make it happen. That's pretty bloody cool. It's funny you say that because in my head, staying somewhere that I'm not enjoying is like way harder. Like I would so much, like so much rather just pack up all my shit and leave than like stay somewhere if I know I'm not feeling it. Um, To be fair, when I was in Hamilton before I moved to Auckland, that probably lasted a little bit too long. I wasn't even there for that long. I was probably like five months. (laughs) Um, And I was like enjoying it at the start. And then I was just like, there was a stage where I kind of stopped doing everything with piggyback. I stopped doing like all the things that I used to do. And I was like, this is just not healthy for me. And I think something I've recognized over the years of, um, I know I've also been really lucky to travel a lot. I travel a lot with New Zealand football. And then when I was in America, I traveled like all over, which was really cool. And I think that also kind of gives you confidence when mm. you see, I don't know, you, you just meet so many people doing so many things. And I've, I've just got this perspective that it's all going to work out and, that the worst that can happen if it all turns to shit is I'll just go home and start again. So I think that that perspective helps me a lot because I kind of just take the pressure off everything. And also over the years of kind of making these decisions and just trusting my gut and it working out, you kind of build confidence in yourself because it's worked out in the past. I'm like, it's going to work out again. There's no reason it's not. 
So I don't know. I just, I always just try to trust my gut. And I think I'm the type of person or most people are probably like this. Once you recognize that you don't sit right with something, it's really hard to keep doing it. So I mm-hmm. find that I've actually realized I don't enjoy what I'm doing or the people I'm with or the work I'm doing or whatever it may be that it's time to make the decision and it's still scary like I, I'm not just like fuck it let's move like I still do get nervous but that lasts a very short amount of time and then as soon as I do move it it normally ends up working out way better than I can imagine so that's kind of I think just over time just trusting yourself you just build that confidence with yourself Mm, I think that's such a I feel like this is such an important topic because yeah I feel like people do notice and it does get really hard to stay in a situation a job relationship city or whatever that doesn't align with them anymore but it is so common for people to just stay and they're like this is comfortable this is what I'll know I'll just stay and it's funny how you perceive it that like commitment issues or whatever I'm going to go on to the next thing but me like listening to you talk about that I'm like holy crap I want to be able to do that. I want to just go and like feel confident that there's going to be something out there for me and it will be all okay. And I think that's the most important thing, understanding like you won't even be back in the same position if it doesn't work out. You're going to be like a step forward because you went and did it anyway and learned something from it. And I think travel probably does come like a play a big part in that because you must kind of know what's out there or you know the opportunities, the experiences and the connections that you're going to make because you've had so much experience like that. And it's until we like do something again and again and again that we're like, oh, maybe I can do this. So I um, I think that your travel and stuff like that does play a big part, which I think is awesome. And I'd like to ask you with your experience going overseas to America to do college and I think you did you I think I saw it somewhere on your Instagram that you did one month in Bali and so like what would you say to someone that is like contemplating potentially doing an overseas exchange or an internship but they're kind of on the fence I'd like to know what you would say to that kind of person <laughs> um I would say I don't know if are we allowed swearing on here yeah that's fine <laughs> I would say one of my mottos, I used to say this to my mom because she's kind of more like cautious than I am. Mm. I always used to be like, mom, don't be a little bitch. Like, go do it. Like, you could die. Like, it doesn't really matter. And so, I don't know. You're going to regret not doing it 100%. Like, you don't want to get older and then you look back and you're like, I don't know. This is obviously just my perspective. Like, mm. I'm aware there's situations and this is like, I am I was fortunate enough to not have anything where I like necessarily had to stay back for um even yeah I don't know you got to put yourself first and I think I've always like known that by me doing that I could help other people more and just like living I think by you like living your life is like the most kind of inspiring thing you do to other people to like show that you're actually kind of doing what you say you're doing and traveling was huge for me like it opened my eyes so much I went on my first international trip when I was 14 with the New Zealand team we went to Azerbaijan and Switzerland and then I traveled a lot. I've been to like, um, yeah, traveled a lot with them. And then when I was in America, I was living in, in Texas and like a really, really affluent, like wealthy university. It was like basically rich white people. It was like 60,000 US dollars a year, which is not my vibe at all. Yeah. But um, I'm so glad I went there because it really opened my eyes to how much money is out there and like 
my friends all had jeeps they want my friend had a plane like they just they have so much money and it's just coming from New Zealand I think we're not exposed to that and that kind of made me feel less guilty this is going on a tangent but that made me feel less guilty about wanting money or things like that because I grew up with a really bad relationship with money in terms of like I didn't want money because of my travels I went to a lot of like really poor places with football when I was younger um, and then also at TCU I did two study abroads I went to South Africa dehorned rhinos worked over there did like oh that was so sick South Africa was amazing and then I also did like worked on sustainability in Costa Rica for two weeks um, and then also spent a month in Bali so I was like kind of doing those in my summer break so I'd go from like the richest area of like where I was living and then I'd go like literally be working with like women villages in Bali and South Africa and like helping people that basically are getting like sexually assaulted every night and abused and there's death and and then I'd fly back to school and be around all this money so it was kind of like it was really weird like Mm -hmm. I I felt like I couldn't really relate to anyone in America especially Americans because they don't really travel And I just, I don't know, it was just like a lot for my little brain to comprehend like what was going on in the world. And I think that has also contributed to how I approach life now as I'm just like know how lucky I am to be from New Zealand and have access to all these opportunities and just like doing fun stuff that most people in most countries don't get their access to. And I think that exposure has really just kind of I I feel a little I feel quite a lot of guilt for my life and the things I've been lucky enough to do but I also think that's kind of a cop-out so I'm like all right yeah I feel bad but I'm also really grateful and I'm gonna make the most of it I don't want to just like stay at home when I know I could be like living life and doing cool shit so I don't know yeah traveling traveling was wild it opened my eyes and I would definitely recommend going somewhere that isn't just like a tourist destination meet the locals like do do all that stuff because that's when you meet the people and you realize that we're all just we're all the same we all want the same thing so yeah that that was huge for me Mm. wow okay I did not know that was gonna come out of your mouth that was kind of insane (laughs) I was like whoa like I've done like I'm definitely I've done a bit of travel but it's definitely touristy travel and until you really immerse yourself in a culture you really do not understand what is out there and for you it sounds like you really experience the two extremes from very lots of wealth and then third world developing countries and just bounce between those I can definitely see how that would be quite confusing and you not understanding or coming to terms with what you want and I thought it was interesting that you mentioned your Uh, relationship with money and how growing up that or maybe through your traveling experiences it wasn't the best I would like to dive into that a little bit if you're okay with that I would just um, yeah how are you now with money because I feel like people and I feel like this is a big thing especially in New Zealand with like tall poppy and people not wanting people to be successful and blah 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 like there's almost like a guilt around people wanting to be super successful and have lots of money and have nice things and like a lot of people think that if someone wants money it's because they want to be do all these materialistic things but I feel like at the end of the day it depends on who the person is and how they're going to spend their money I know for me I want to live a very impactful life and I definitely want to enjoy nice things and experience nice things but I at uni I studied sustainable development and the sustainable development goals so I learned a lot about that as well in textbook format 
about developing countries and things and there is just so much that needs to be done it's kind of overwhelming but I know that with money it, it is our currency it's how we do things it's how we live and eat and it is needed so I'd love to yeah, dive into what your relationship with money is at the moment or how you've healed that or yeah yeah for sure I just start by saying yeah I guess it depends on your, how, how you view money is really important from when I was a really little kid I always like didn't want money uh, I don't really know why I always just wanted like a van and to travel around in my van and I've always like dressed like I don't know, just like baggy boys clothes, like never, never wore makeup, like didn't wear shoes, just didn't care about appearances at all. Um, and then as I kind of started traveling to a lot of those poorer countries, um, I, I think I just, I felt like if I was going to have money, there was other people that needed it more than me. So I didn't mm. need a lot of money. Um, but that has actually, that view has changed a lot. And that's actually a really, really like toxic view because I don't believe that at all anymore, but that was like hard for me to grow out of. I read a book actually called happy money, which was really good, which I would recommend. And that kind of talked about how money was energy and how money's good. And like, when you give money, you should be like happy for giving it because mm. it's whatever, all that. But also I think the number one thing that helped me, I read this quote that said, um, money makes you more of the person you already are and I read that and I was like wow that's fucking cool because I was like I feel like I'm a good person and I just want to do cool shit and help people and like make life better so if I have lots of money I can just do that with way more people yeah so now I like want money not because of having money itself but like I want to be able to build all the shit I want to build and like give like help other people and I just think money is freedom and that's something my parents kind of also said to me but when I was younger I was like I don't care I don't want to like being stubborn but uh it definitely is and I've experienced even honestly in the last like six months I had I was getting paid really well in my last job and still not even really working that much and then now I'm get basically like in between jobs and like getting paid fuck all really mm. and it's like a mess like, just having freedom to be able to go out and eat and like buy things and it does actually have a big impact on your happiness and your stress when you at least have enough to be comfortable so I don't know I think New Zealand it's a massive thing but a lot of people feel like that with money and also being in America seeing how much money was out there I was like I don't even want anywhere near how much these people have and I know I could do so much with it so I just I don't feel guilty about it anymore um, and I don't feel bad asking for money um, through my I did study graphic design as well I studied graphic design sustainability and sociology and my master's is in creative business leadership but my graphic design like when I do freelance work I've got to like obviously charge for it and I used to like hate doing that and now I just don't even care like honestly mm -hmm. I'm like they want to pay for it that's on them I'm not forcing them to pay for it like they've come to me for a service and some people don't and some people do and that's fine so yeah that, that was definitely a big big change for me Mm, it sounds like you've definitely put in a lot of work to changing your relationship and your viewpoint with money and I think that quote is such a good one like you are already on the path to like living an epic life and being an epic human and money just allows you to do more of that and impact more people and do it like times tenfold so I think that is something really important that people should remember if you're values are strong enough and if your why is strong enough like I feel like yours is like 
people get scared that money's going to change them or they're going to become a bitch or whatever or snobby but I think it, it always comes back to your why and if that is strong then money will only um will be more of something that allows you to access different things and provide things for other people so I would love to this transitions nicely into talking about piggyback the piggyback club and how it was born so I'd love you to spill all the beans on that how it started what it's all about and what your aspirations and dreams are with it so piggyback actually started it would have been oh the concept of it I've kind of had for years but during like last year in about February I was in a graphic design class and we had to come up with a like an e-commerce brand and I made this female skate brand thought of the name piggyback and then I was like oh I want it to be more than just a skate brand I want to have like community and all this cool shit and I started making it and I was like wait I actually really like this concept and then I realized that it basically described everything I'd wanted to do before that I feel like I had like 30,000 ideas for but now it was all kind of coming together so I came back over lockdown to New Zealand and I was like fuck it I'm just going to register the company so I literally had no idea what I was doing I still don't um and I just like bought the name or whatever you do and registered the company and my brother and my dad are big like business people and I'm not like I'm I'm like really creative and have all the ideas but don't really like plan anything and they're like how are you gonna make money I'm like I don't know I'll figure it out and I had like five different things I wanted to do like I wanted a magazine a podcast workshops I wanted to partner with schools I wanted to have all the stuff like a clothing line and they were just like where are you gonna start and I was like I don't know so basically <laughs> that was kind of what happened honestly but um the reason behind it was that I always felt that school was lacking in personal and professional development and I think a lot of the reason why I've lived my life is because I spent a lot of time when I was really young think like reading books like that and learning about stuff like that and um I read my first like self-development book I guess you would call when I was like literally 10 I wrote my life purpose which is wow. super young and sounds like psycho, but my mum was kind of into them. And then there was like a teen book of the version. It was called the success principles for teens. And I read it and it like made you like helped you through writing your life purpose. And I used to do that. And I got real into goal setting through football because I used to want to play in the Olympics and do all that stuff. Um, so I think because of my football, I like got really into it because I wanted to be successful in that. So I used to read a lot of that stuff. I used to have my like quotes everywhere, goals everywhere, all the shit, like just really into it. Um, it's actually cool having that now and looking back on it because it's like exactly, it's kind of like what I'm doing now, which is cool because mm. I feel like kids are just so pure and I don't know, I really like, I don't know, I always think about kids like what my childhood self would do. But basically, yeah, I just felt like the stuff I was reading and doing should just be compulsory not compulsory but should be more accessible for everyone and it should be delivered in a better way that's kids actually like want to read it or hear about it or it's delivered by people that they can relate to and I felt like that was missing because I was just reading all these books by middle-aged men um so I was also really lucky enough through traveling when I was in Bali I did a lot of um kind of similar stuff different workshops and then I actually took a class called life design in my last year at TCU which is based off design thinking um this class at Stanford that they made and it was just a really really cool class and applied like actual design thinking principles to your own life and 
it's just like really really simple things that a lot of people I think don't think about when they're young and a lot of people aren't into that stuff when they're younger which is fine but it can just make small shifts in your mindset that help a lot when you're making decisions and yeah this is a really long explanation but basically I just felt like there needed to be something else out there and I just I don't know I just like that stuff and I also literally did graphic design so I could make my own shit so that was kind of and then yeah the podcast was kind of a natural extension but I started with a clothing line which I've missed out this whole part but basically I had no money and I was like it'll be sick to have a brand so I designed a logo did a pre-order for some clothing and just like sold that which was cool because it got the brand out there and now like people wear my clothes which is sick um working on like workshops now and just kind of figuring out how I want to deliver them and how I like the format I want them to be in but it's not like me coaching people it's more just like basically giving them like the tools to do it themselves Mm, yeah more I guess from like a coordination perspective or just bringing the ideas to people and then them running with it and I definitely think you're the exception like to the rule like getting into personal development that young like I've never heard anyone like reading a book on self-help or anything like that that young I mean like even thinking about my journey I've just turned recently turned 24 and I think like probably in my memory the first thing I can think of is reading rich dad poor dad which was probably when I was like 20 so like yeah only only a few years that I've really been invested in it and you go on and off as you go through life seasons so it sounds like personal development or self-development has been a big thing for you throughout all your life which I think is so cool that you have that story and that message to to bring through to piggyback because if you look at the both of us like you were and your mum may have played a part in that were a exposed to that at a very young age and me didn't even know what bettering yourself was until I was in my early 20s you know which really does show that there is such a massive gap and there is definitely a need for this and like the fact that you did a life design course and that was part of your curriculum at uni I think that's so cool and I don't think that's something that's really that common here in New Zealand universities so maybe that's I don't know America being ahead of the times and Uh, investing more into what is important these days because like things I've been seeing recently like especially like post-COVID like what's the most what are employers after like skills wise like everything is all about someone's like resilience how they're able to bounce back and what their attitude is and it was all around their mindset and that's not we don't go to uni to learn about our mindset you know we go to learn about these like archaic concepts and graphs and systems that are obsolete the year you graduate and so I definitely think there is a need for it and I think it's such an epic mission and I just love what you're doing so yeah you've mentioned a little about workshops so is that still kind of in the infancy stage of figuring out what they will look like yeah so I made a couple I did some like with my mates over in America and some of the different athletes and I've done some with a few people here I'm just kind of figuring out how I want to do I also was in contact with my old high school and I was going to make a program with them but then I realized I don't want to go through the education system because I just think it's extremely outdated and slow and I'm not going to be able to deliver what I want to deliver in a school system so 
um yeah I've kind of got some stuff put together but honestly I've just I haven't really been putting I don't know heaps of time into it I'm also Mm. like pretty chill like I don't force things like if I don't want to work on something at the time I don't really like make myself feel like I have to do it so when it feels right I kind of like put heaps of time into it and then if I'm not vibing it I kind of put it to the side a little bit it's always in the back of my head like I've been thinking about this stuff forever it's just Mm. the way my brain operates but um yeah I I just think it's so important and you said before like obviously the difference even between me and you like we're both into this stuff but I think a lot of people if you don't have parents that expose you to it you're not going to be exposed to it in the school system and it's kind of just up to you whether you find it or not and I think that's really yeah um I think there should be kind of like a third space outside of your family and school environment where you can talk to people that aren't as heavily invested in your your life like your family obviously wants what best wants what is best for you like my parents honestly they don't even like not listen to me anymore but I'll call them and be like yo like I'm moving to Queenstown and they literally their reactions like oh like okay like they don't ask any questions they don't say anything because they just like expect that of me kind of now um and just yeah I don't know being yeah I I don't I don't know what it is and I don't know why I got into it when I was younger my parents never forced me to do anything like even football never pushed me into anything like if I wanted to go training I'd go to training on my own um but it is crazy seeing the impact and I just remember like even my purpose like I still remember it it was to use my confidence uh what was it use my creativity confidence and athletic ability to live an adventurous and fun life that was like what I wrote when I was 10 I was like it's so so cool (laughs) but I remember reading something in there about like there was a story about making excuses and about how you need to like take accountability for your own life and like never blame anyone and like I remember reading that when I was like early early high school and always had that in the back of my mind I remember reading something about the people you hang around and like how important that is and I ended up like moving friend groups in high school like basically because of that and I just think like fuck like if if there was some people that were exposed to that message that it was delivered the right way Mm. um, it could really make like a lot of impact and I don't think I'm going to do it on my own not at all like I've I've spoken to a couple of schools and the messages that I get are always from the girls that are kind of like how, how I was when I was in school like they're the sporty ones like that kind of thing so I think it needs to like everyone almost needs to take their part and like different kids are going to look up to different people and relate to different people like I'm not going to be able to obviously do be able to everyone's no one's going to listen and be like oh my god I want to do that like I'm now I'm interested in personal development because most kids don't give a shit about that you know like they're just at school having fun fair mm-hmm. enough um I think it's not until you leave school and leave university that you're like fuck I actually have no idea who I am I don't even know what I like I don't even know how I want to live my life and that's really scary and then you don't really have anywhere to go so I think even that age age range is almost more important too at this at, at the moment Mm, I fully feel you on that and like I just think like if this was and it's like parents or friends or whatever that expose us to personal development I don't even know how I came across it to be honest um but just imagine like the impact this would have on mental health and like you mentioned around like that kind of transition period between leaving high school going to uni or starting a job or whatever and people being like holy fuck what am I who am I and 
people always like in the like back in the day they mentioned like midlife crisis but I feel like there is like that point between like become like becoming an adult and leaving like teenagerhood where you're like holy shit like I feel like I've already I feel like I'm actually going through one now with like my job and do I want to do this and blah 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 but I think like I've already gone through three and they're bloody they're a bloody shit time and I just feel like there isn't enough support around it and if there was like a sense if people had knowledge about a community like the piggyback club or whatever where they could go to for support I feel like would be such a huge thing as well because you just feel so alone and isolated but 99% of the time every single person has gone through something like this in their lives where they've questioned their identity and what they want to be doing and I think this like goes into life's purpose like and I've been seeing it a lot recently like is a life having a life purpose is that even a thing like can you just have like a life purpose or are we just living and going and laughing and breathing and just doing whatever the fuck we want and then you get to the end and that was your life you know we try and put so much time energy and resources into figuring out what the fuck our life purpose is that we forget to bloody live so I think like full circle all of this is like it's such important work and it sounds like it might be a bit of a mission with the like I'm I'm not against the traditional education system but after going through it and then doing uni and stuff I'm like is that really beneficial like I don't know and there's like a lot of regulations and things like that so yeah going through the school system would be awesome because more reach more kids and more exposure but I don't know maybe it's just something that is a community group or something like that until it becomes until it blows up and becomes like this big thing yeah I think it's I don't know what you we mentioned about like a life purpose and stuff and like I said I was real into that when I was younger and I was I don't even really like do that anymore like I don't have a specific life purpose I mean my life purpose that I have my personal one was meet cool people do cool shit which is kind of just like what I made piggyback but like that's literally like what I think about my life I'm like I just want to have cool stories to tell my kids like I just want to have fun I don't really care about anything else and like I think you give back by doing that naturally um it's really stressful coming up with a life purpose and I think sometimes you feel like bound to that Mm. I don't think enough people just like literally just do what they want to do. Like they, they just, we overthink everything and we come up with all these lists and plans and how we're going to do things. And people just like forget to strip it back and just like literally just do what you want. Like that's we're, we're one of the few countries in the world, especially as women that we can actually do whatever we want. It's like, why, why would we not, you know, like, I don't know I just I feel like I talk to a lot of people and they just seem like almost dead inside and like they don't even realize it's just normal a lot of adults too like a lot of adults that's why I like kids so much because they're so pure and they just say what they want and they do what they want and they don't do what they don't want to do and I feel like we need to live more like that like it's it's life is simple and I think we overcomplicate it way too much I 100% agree with you on that and I am definitely one of those people that overcomplicates the fucking shit out of everything. I am a massive overthinker and it's something that I'm continue, continuously working through every day but it is so true when we're kids like 
there isn't a thought about what we should do or what we have to do it's just like this is what I want to do and I think that's when our intuition or our gut is like the strongest and we can really hear it and then you go through life and the conditioning and blah 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 and fitting into the boxes and then we come out as these I don't know bloody robot adults or whatever and yeah just dead inside as you mentioned and I think it comes back to like that societal pressure of what we should be doing or what we have to do. And I, I see this a lot recently now, you know, get married, get it or get engaged or whatever, have the kids buy the house, blah, 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 blah. I feel like that is starting to be broken, which I think is cool because people can just really do whatever they want in whatever order, or they might never end up doing any of those. And I think that is, yeah, epic that that's on the rise because a lot of people feel like they have to do things a certain way, but I think it comes back to potentially even like listening, trying to listen to your inner child and like me and you both, like you have the podcast and documenting like, yeah, we feel old now in our twenties, you know, but just imagine listening to our podcast 10 years from now and we'll be like, what the actual heck? Like I, was a little YouTube fiend when I was at high school and I was ruined to makeup and I had a YouTube channel and I thought I was so old you know I was 17 put it on my makeup and me and my partner went back and watched them recently and I'm like I feel so blessed to have these to like look back on and I think that's actually something I'd like like to say to people like document your lives like so you actually have something to look back on and reflect on it's an amazing reflection exercise to realize what you thought you were then and what your biggest problems were at that age and then you're like wow all of those mean absolutely nothing they were also minuscule and I just wish I would have made life more simple and I think that's a I think that's how we're gonna we'll wrap up soon I think that's how we're gonna end this this episode that life gets to be so simple if you choose it to be and I feel like you're doing an amazing job at that and just going after whatever you want you don't want to do this cool move on to the next and I think that is a really amazing skill to have if I feel like you should perceive it as a skill or a strength because I think it is one and I think it's something that a lot of people strive to achieve Um, I'd like to just give you a an opportunity to let people know where they can connect with you if they want to potentially Um, message you and ask you anything about your experiences overseas or anything like that so just give you I'll drop it in the description as well but just let you know where um, people can reach you yeah sweet Uh, you can find me on Instagram Uh, the piggyback account is at piggyback.club and then my personal account is at taylor underscore christensen I think Um, but yeah I mean I'm always keen to chat and talk about whatever so yeah always open hit me up love that and then you can meet more cool people and do more cool shit because I fucking love that it's such an epic motto and I it's like I want to do that like when I I think you put it in a post um one day and I was just like that is so simple but so effective you know it's just like when you think about life that's all I want to do like have epic experiences with epic people and if you if you just strip it back and really think about life in that way, it gets to be so easy. Just don't overcomplicate yeah. it. I'm 
I, a lot easier said than done, but I think it's something that we can all definitely work towards. And I'd just like to say thank you so much for jumping on to my pod and giving us your time and your wisdom. And yeah, I'll drop all your links in the description for people to reach out to you. Thank you so much. It's been so fun and absolutely love what you're doing. So yeah, keep it up. Can't wait to see what you do. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Cool. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and investing time into yourself. I hope you got something from this. And if you did, I would love it if you shared the Fluorescence podcast with anyone else who you think may benefit. I really appreciate it a lot and it helps the podcast out heaps. You can follow us or chat with us on our socials at fluorescence.podcast and I will see you in the next one. Thanks guys.